Alrighty, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me on this conversation about Dr. Sharon Leeds. I'm excited to share some of the insider thoughts that I have about leadership and just how we lead our lives. Sometimes we have to look at ourselves. And so I'm, I'm studying along with my church and getting this deep connection to the book of Colossians. And you may say, well, what does this have to do with leadership? And just by looking at the book of Colossians and and the letter that Paul has written, and in chapter two is such a powerful insight for me. And so let's talk about leadership and growth and what the scripture says and how we can use it to help us understand how do we lead you know, the law of process talks about growth is not an event. It's not an event. And and we're looking at Paul's letter to the people, as I'm no no uh I I'm not an expert at the Bible, but I love reading the scriptures because sometimes when we read it for ourselves, we get we get it. We we get it. And it's, and I strongly believe that the spirit speaks to us. You know, Paul talks about in chapter two, he says for I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and those in Ladoshi, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh. And as he as he goes into it, he talks about that their hearts may be encouraged, be knit in love, and attain into all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, and whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And I'm, I'm reading that part and it, it dawned on me, of course, all of the, the wisdom that we know and all of the knowledge that we need is, is, is in the scripture, right? And so we're thinking about how do I lead myself and how do I understand my growth and how do I give myself time to process knowing that I have the inheritance because in chapter one, he talks about the inheritance that we have and that as he as he wrote to them, he, he reminds them that they are to, to continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast and not moved away from the hope of the gospel that they've heard. And, and he talks about the inheritance and who is God and why is it so important for us to um, be lifelong learners? He reminds us in chapter 1 and verse 15, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him and all things were created that are in heaven and, 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 and that on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, and this is my verse that I keep reminding myself as I go through my challenges. And maybe you're going through some challenges. And as we're growing, every challenge, I believe, is help us, us to grow. He says, he is before all things. Oh my goodness. Let me back up. All things were created through him and for him. Oh my God, we were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. And that in all things he have the preeminence. Oh my. He hold all things. He's the sustainer of all creation. 
And so as we're looking at leading our lives, think about the process that we have to go through. In chapter 2, he talks about spiritual growth doesn't just happen, really. That's what he's saying. Our spiritual growth is, is not going to just happen as we lead our lives. You know, think about climbing a mountain. It doesn't just happen, right? You don't just go up into a mountain and all of a sudden, yeah, voila, I'm there. I'm on top of the mountain, right? You have to, you have, you have to walk and scratch and roll down. And if you're like me, probably stop a little bit, sit a little bit, and breathe. And the point is, growth doesn't just happen. To to reach the top of your mountain, the top of your spirituality, growth results from hard work. And this hard work, I'm learning. Because I'm constantly learning that life is different. Life can be easy. It needs simplicity, but we have to be willing to grow. And so in this chapter 2, between like verse 1 to 7, you know, Paul is talking about our maturity, our personhood, you know, our growth. You know, we are like a plant. If you think of a plant, I remember when I was in school and we used to take that little, the little, um, one little pea or that little, that little uh, pea and, and we put it in the little napkin and wet the napkin and wrap it up in the napkin and put it in a cup and put it in the dark place. Remember that project we did in school? And then you'll go back and check every now and then and one day you go back and you're like, oh my God. You see that little plant that's coming out of it, right? And, I, and I'm wondering if if that's us, that we have to be careful. We've got to be dealt with, but we have to be ready to grow. And then we when we, we take that seed and and then we, we even like us put it in the soil, and then the sunshine and the water and you put it together and you don't see that plant overnight. What you see is stages. I think of us, our leadership, our our way we lead, and even when we're leading others, we have to realize it's a process. We need time. You need time. And what Paul is doing here in the book of Colossians is that the Colossians' roots won't grow deep overnight. And so he reminds them of what must happen for their growth to to really happen reminds me right now of the challenges that's going on that there are some things that I need to do for my growth to happen let's go back to chapter 2 where he talks about in verse 1 someone has to work that's what he's saying in verse 1 somebody has to work labor has to be done in verse 1 in verse 2 there's got to be stretching you have to stretch for more my goodness he talks about that their hearts may be encouraged be knit together in love and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God both of the father and of Christ so he's reminding us also of learning. Knowledge must be consumed. We have to learn 
you know, in, in, in verse 2 and 3, in, in verse 3 says, In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. We have to learn. We have to go and find it. And when we think about the phases and our, our growth and leadership, there's some stages that we have to understand. Every person is different. I'm different. You're different. But what we know is that we have this great natural ability for leadership. And, and so when we're going through that process, it, it may take some phases chapter two paul is saying it's go we we have to go through a process you know one of those phases is john maxwell talks about it as well is that we have to realize that i know that i need to know i know that i need to know this scripture i know that i need to know and a lot of times in life a lot of people find themselves we get into a leadership position and we we're looking around and we're trying to discover and we're trying to find out what's going on and then we find out that nobody's really following us and that's when we really realize at some point that we need to learn how to lead and that's what paul is saying here we need to learn how to lead right and so it's important that we do that because before we even understand how to get to the next step in our life you know we just have to realize that i don't know i don't know and for me when i realize that i don't know i go back to the scriptures you know i go back to find out what is it that i need to know and paul says it here it we need to know what's going on in life we need to know that we have to labor we have to stretch we have to learn and we have to we have to ensure that in that we're just we're focused. Let's look at verse four in chapter two. Focus. We need to know that we cannot drift or get distracted. In, in verse four, he says, "Now that I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words, for though I'm with, <laughs> for though I'm." absent in the flesh yet i'm with you in spirit rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in christ i mean he's writing that letter to them and he's reminding them don't be distracted don't be distracted when we're trying to grow we have to be focused we have to take the steps we have to practice the things that we need to practice to know and we got to go back to the word and attending this church and just listen to the pastor walking through Colossians. We have to be focused on the word. The next thing we need to know is that we need to know that I know and grow and it starts to show because I have to learn, right? Once I realize that I don't know what I need to know, I need to learn it. But once I learn it, I really need to know it and I need to start growing and I need to let it show that I'm growing you know when you realize your lack of skill and you begin the daily discipline of personal growth a lot of things starts to happen and this is what starts to happen when you start going back into the scriptures and you start looking at it and as is you know it's important to understand when you're learning and when you're growing you have to pay a price. Benjamin Desire says, um, the secret of success in life is for a man to be ready for his time when it comes. It's not going to be easy, my friends. 
No matter what age you are, it's not going to be easy. Everything that we're looking for, we can have. Scripture reminds us, right? And so one of the things is accountability. Growth accelerates when we have people around us keeping us intact. I have a coach, and as a coach, I have a coach because I need somebody to keep me intact. Let's look at verse 5 when it comes to accountability, right? But verse 5 says, For though I am not with you in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. So Paul really is holding them accountable. And in this letter, we see that accountability happened. And I hope by now, as, you're, as we're talking about it, that you can... Go back to it yourself. Go back to Colossians um, chapter 2 and look at it and see what you get from it, right? Let's look at what else happens. Building on the past, Paul says, he reminds us what must happen for growth to occur is to, to build on the past. Verse 6 talks about that growth always uses some past truth. Let's look at verse 6. It says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Hmm. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. What is your remind us that we have to walk in Christ, right? We have to go because of what we know. And that's really one of those phases that we happen to go through. You can be a pretty effective leader of yourself and of others, but you have to think about every move you make. Because as you move through Christ, your ability to lead becomes almost automatic. You develop great instincts. And that's when that payoff is incredible. But the only way to get there is to obey the law of process and pay the price. That's what Paul is saying. Look what Paul also says in um, verse 6. He said it's the application. Growth solidifies when you practice what you know. In verse 6, right? As you therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. And verse 7 gives us that gratitude. Give joyful thanksgiving for past blessings. Verse 7 rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding in it with thanksgiving i I love how this whole section right here between verse one to seven remind us once again that spiritual growth doesn't just happen and as we mature in the faith as we mature in our leadership it's a process that we have to go through leadership is developed daily not in a day right and so we have to remember the secret of success in life is really for us to be ready for this time when it comes what what a person does on a disciplined consistent basis gets him or her ready no matter what the goal is what is it that we need to go for that Paul is reminding us we have to go through the process a lot of times we gotta we gotta remember that champions don't become champions just like that you know a lot of times you see a lot of champions and they're doing great you know people recognize them 
but when you look at people or the champions in the ring and people who track and feel or you look at people who are doing well what you see and you hear is you hear everybody celebrating them but if you want to see where they develop and how they develop you have to look at their daily routine every single day my niece does track and field in Jamaica and every day they practice she just got a scholarship to study actuary mathematics I mean I can't even do mathematics to save my soul but she's getting ready to study actuary you know and remember she she goes to math classes Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday five hours a day it's fighting your way up you know, it's so what Paul is saying is that we have to, we have to be able to understand it's a process, right? You know, you can map out a fight plan or a life plan. The key thing is that when the action starts, you're down to your reflexes. And that's where the road show really starts. That's where the, the road work shows. And, you know, a lot of times, if we, if we cheat in the dark of the morning, you, you're going to be shown up under the bright lights. And even if you think of any kind of analogy, if you think of boxing or track and field or anything that a person champions, uh, champions in and trying to become their best, we're going to learn that even a person with natural talent has to prepare and train to become successful. I think that's what Paul is saying here is that we have to prepare ourselves. We got to train ourselves. We got to be ready to be successful, but it takes labor. It takes stretching. It takes learning. It takes focus. It takes accountability. It takes building on the past. It takes application and it takes gratitude. So I'm glad we had an opportunity to talk about this today and to talk about how you can go back to Colossians and look at it. See what it has in store for you. What does it say to you? How does it speak to you? And remember, you have the power within you. You have the inheritance. You've been given the inheritance. So as we go through this, like Paul prayed for them in the beginning of the letter, he says, in chapter 1 verse 9 for this reason we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the Lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers, partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed unto us, right, into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. 
I'm so glad we have an opportunity to even take a deep dive into the scripture and into our growth. And that I hope that as you listen to this podcast, that you go back and look at Colossians for yourself and ask yourself, am I truly ready to grow? And am I willing to take myself through the process? This is Dr. Sharon Johnson. Thank you so much for listening. As I would always say to everyone, stay beautiful, stay fabulous, stay motivated, and keep fighting your way up into your growth.